Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And it's time to bring in Jim Gilbert. Jim, it's been a while. Denny Long doesn't take much time off. Uh, Denny's doing well. He's on a good neighbor tour and will be back in a couple of weeks. But it's a pleasure to visit with you again, Jim. Oh, Steve, I heard, I heard you yesterday, too. And I always enjoy your work on CCO. Good to talk with you. Yeah, and good to hear from you, Uh Awfully cool and breezy for late June. Well, it really is. In fact, it's a, it's a, a blustery, cold summer morning. Only 52 degrees here, overcast, northwest winds here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia. We're about 30 miles west of Minneapolis. But, you know, even through all that, I was just standing outside of our home just a few minutes ago and listening to a house wren and American robin singing in the backyard, and I Heard a morning dove cooing and a chipping sparrow chipping, and I'm sure it's going to warm up very soon. <laughs> anyway, uh, sunrise today, 528, sunset 903. We're still at our latest sunset times of the year. Today in the Twin Cities area, we have 15 hours and 35 minutes of daylight. So today, after the last eight days, that's from June 17th to the 24th, with 15 hours and 36 minutes of daylight, we lose our first minute of daylight. Now, that's also bad news. We talk about blusty weather and losing a minute of daylight. That's only a minute. Anyway, normal high for today is 82, normal low 63. Records for today, June 25th in the Twin Cities, high 98. Set 83 years ago in 1934. Low, 46. Set in 1957. The most rain that's ever fallen on the Twin Cities on this date on the 25th of June, 2.88 inches on this date, 1978. There's a new waxing crescent moon that rises this morning at 7.22, just in a few minutes, but we're not going to see it rise. Anyway, it sets tonight at 10:28. If the sky will clear and we can see it, this coming Friday, the last day of June, June 30th, is the first quarter moon, and our next full moon is Saturday, July 8th. Um, Steve, bald eagles and ospreys feed their offspring fish from waters right near their nesting sites. Purple martins, Baltimore orioles, barn swallows. And house wrens are among some of the other birds that are busy feeding young nestlings at this time. June is prime month for Minnesota's 200-plus nesting bird species. And Agassiz National Wildlife Refuge, that's way in the northwest part of Minnesota, may be the richest, and I'm sure it is, the richest bird breeding site in the upper Midwest with close to 140 species of nesting birds there. And over the years, 
439 bird species have been spotted in Minnesota. Prairie areas um, in southern and western Minnesota, like the restored prairie at the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, just west of Chanhassen, have become colorful with such blooming wildflowers as oxeye, purple prairie clover, black-eyed susan, butterfly weed, and purple coneflowers. Diana and Dave Herring report that in the Waterville area, farmers began harvesting the second crop of alfalfa a week ago. Keith Radel from Faribault notes that fields of corn plants were knee-high last Sunday, and now this weekend are waist-high. So we've got much of the field corn over knee-high, and hasn't even the fourth yet. Russ and Sandy Ripberger, who live on the edge of Bass Creek and Brooklyn Park and have 40 wood duck nesting boxes on a half acre of beautifully landscaped yard, note that nearly all the wood duck houses were used this year again, and about three-fourths of the young broods have hatched and jumped. Now, the close to 25% that are still there will be hatching out and leaving their nest, nest box homes within the next two weeks. My wife Sandy and I enjoyed being at the Ripburgers yesterday afternoon for their daughter Kelsey's high school graduation party. They have just a fantastic bird feeding station, great vegetable gardens, hosta gardens, other flower gardens, and we saw the last of the state flower, the showy pink and white lady slipper, um, blooming in their orchid garden area. And I should mention, the showy pink and white lady slipper is now starting to bloom in such places as Itasca State Park and Bemidji Lake State Park. Our son Christian and six friends are at Lutzen this weekend report that the wild lupins, uh, common purple lilacs, native mountain ash trees are blooming along the North Shore of Lake Superior. All seven of them were in the Lutzen 99er bike race yesterday. About 2,000 bikers, can you believe this, Steve? They pedaled up to eight hours or so in the rain. The entire time it was raining. Oh. That's a tough 100 miles on a bike. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, gosh. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutzen, report um, having seen hundreds of dragonflies lately. The colorful winged creatures of the air are are called mosquito hawks. In fact, these mosquito eaters are a welcome sight. They rival the butterflies and moths in beauty, form, and color. Twelve-spotted skimmers, common white-tailed skimmers, uh, green darners are some of the easy-to-identify dragonflies on the wing now. To get into the hobby of dragonfly watching, or what we call dragonflying, it helps to have binoculars that focus under 10 feet and a good field guide book such as Dragonflies of the Northwoods by Kurt Mead. The Brislances also note that magnolia, chestnut-sided, and black-throated green are among the warblers now nesting, and David was fortunate enough to find a ruby-throated hummingbird nest, an active nest, an incubating female, and he's been watching uh, this nest and the female, uh, and photographing her the last few days. Crab apple and apple trees and lilacs are blooming at Grand Marais. My wife Sandy and I 
uh, this past week, in fact, just this last Wednesday, uh, were there. And it was so amazing. We even saw tulips blooming in Grand Marais. But field flowers such as orange hawkweed, Canada hawkweed, tall buttercup, and wild lupins are really, really beautiful along the North Shore. Do we have time to hear from Denny Long about By the Yard? We do. As a matter of fact, your timing is perfect. Jim, we'll be back in a moment. Nature Notes with Jim Gilbert brought to you by Cardinal Corner and by the Yard. And remember, Denny Long is away on a good neighbor tour. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, Jim. I think, I think they're in the desert southwest, aren't they? Yes. Like uh, Zion National Park and some of those others. Have you seen those, Steve? Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it's warm there right now. Yeah, yeah, more than warm. <laughs> yeah, and and we're in the opposite end. Right. Anyway, Captain Rob Herring from Optima Charters. That's that's out of Canal Park in Duluth. Reports that yesterday morning, the surface temperature of Lake Superior was 51, and that's a couple of miles off the Lester River. Fishing has been, you know, good, but fishing is fishing. You know, you can't always expect. But um, but they've been catching uh, both king and coho salmon, plus lake and brook trout. Those are some of the fish coming out of Lake Superior. Tom Bovers from Faribault um, is quite a birder, and he also watches butterflies. And he's, just in the last week or so, he's seen like over 10 species, including the eastern tiger swallowtail butterfly, of course, a monarch, red admiral, painted lady, Great Spangled Fritillary, Red Spotted Purple, comma, and question mark. And he noticed the first common tree frog. They're also called gray tree frogs. They're little green ones. He says they're now about fingernail size, and they're out and about. Oh, there's so many things. I, I should mention um, this is the 84th annual American Radio League Field Day. It's a weekend when thousands of amateur radio operators operate their stations on emergency power, usually away from home, to prepare for times uh, when emergency communication is needed, like during storms or, or floods. Now, I'm a radio amateur myself, and I stayed home and used my small battery-powered transceiver at 5 watts. <laughs> That's 10,000 <laughs> times less than what CCO is running right now, but running five watts on shortwave. Just this last evening, I talked to Minnesota and Kansas and Pennsylvania and New York and in other states on the shortwave bands. But, Steve, the thing of what I'm so amazed at is that radio waves like what you and I are talking on this morning travel at the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second. So you and I could just say hi, and our voice travels instantaneously. Isn't that something? Yeah, it is extraordinary. Radio. Yeah, and here you make your living talking on the radio. Yeah, I, I, it's always amazed me, that part of it. That's why I have so much respect for the engineers that keep this thing going. Oh, isn't yes, isn't that something? And that huge antenna that puts that signal out. Wow. Um. Now in early summer is a peak time to see fireflies, also called uh, lightning bugs. They are really soft-bodied beetles. Look for these tiny lights over meadows and grassy ditches not far from woodlands. The flashing is a recognition signal enabling the sexes to find each other 
Each firefly species has a characteristic flashing rhythm, and expert observers can identify various species by the length of the flashes and interval between the flashes. Now, I have to admit, I can't see it. I'm happy to go out and see fireflies. But there are about 15 species of fireflies that can be seen in Minnesota. Hmm. How about that? Yeah, it is extraordinary. One of the great joys of childhood is trying to capture fireflies. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if I have any more or not. Yeah, we've we've got to run, uh, Jim, but it's always a pleasure uh, to visit with you. And, of course, we'll visit with you again next Sunday. And then Denny Long returns in a couple of weeks. Yes, I look forward to talking to you next Sunday. Have All a good right. week. All right, there he is, Jim Gilbert Bye. and Nature Notes. And it's brought to you by Cardinal Corner and by the yard. It is 729, 55 breezy degrees in this Sunday morning. Healthy Matters on the way in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.